Good, good. We had a uh, pretty quiet week last week, Jay. Um, generally, as podcasts go. But it's got a lot on. We've got a lot on this week. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, it's that time of year, man. May always feels like the the sort of like calm the epilogue, the I guess, right? Yeah, the calm oh. before the storm. Is that the right word? Epilogue? Epilogue's at the end or the beginning? It, that's the end, but you could uh, argue the that it's one? the epilogue of, of the first busy part of the year. Yeah. But yeah, prologue. We'll yeah. prologue. Very good. Hmm. Have you? So we uh, we didn't do one last week. So are you more excited to do this week or the same or not even? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> it's all neutral. I feel like it's all. I beige. feel like I start one place and I end another. So I don't know. We'll see. It's all. It all exists. All right. Well, Jay, let's just jump right into it. Please. This is the TGO show, a gaming podcast about video games, with Jay. Over. Hold on. There. No. Down there. Up there. That way. Other way. That way. There we go. <laughs> Jay's up there. You're down there. Jay's up there. And uh, yeah, we we record every week or try to discuss lots of things. Just a bit of a different opinion, you know, compared to your stereotypical dude. Did you see some of these gaming journalists reacting to this um, Jim Ryan? Who's the CEO of Sony America? I think um, email I don't about know. abortion. So obviously, there's a lot. Of, wow, we're not wow. too political, and there's lots of abortion Talk. things going on in America. Roe right versus now. Wade, yeah. and um, basically, I know I don't think Jim I saw Ryan this. sent out an email just sort of saying we, you know, we as a as a company and as an entity, we don't, you know, we obviously don't take sides, sort of thing, and. Um, Anyway, it seemed pretty normal email to me that a CEO would do. And then every single podcast is like, oh, it's so rank. Oh, why is a CEO emailing his company? Oh. And it's like, really? he's the CEO. Oh. It, mate, it's bizarre. Okay. I'm surprised I didn't anyway, see that. Yeah. I'm on Twitter all the time. I feel like I should have saw that. But I obviously missed it. It was about, he mentioned something about his cats. That's why it blew up. Because apparently, you know, I don't, I don't know. I'm surprised yeah. I didn't see Oh, it. mate, check it out. They'll definitely be uh, out there. So, okay. anyway. Interesting. We're not here to talk about that. Necessarily. So, yeah, and I'm I'm Nick. That's, by the way, Jay's the Goldilocks gamer. And I'm uh, the Night Owl, as they say. Yeah. Jay, actually, a quick one. Quick one. Uh-oh. I, first of all, this week... I had so here's what okay so here's what's happened okay I went off gluten because I got grumpy from it I then was pretty consistently off it for a, uh, at least a year and then I wanted to get a test just to see if I was actually allergic or whatever so I had to eat gluten for three weeks so I felt awful for three weeks I've stopped eating gluten now it turns out I'm all fine <laughs> apparently so that was a waste of time and and pain so I'm back off the gluten now, if that makes any sense. Yeah. And Jay, the tiredness I got while the gluten was going through my system was unbelievable. I was nearly oh. falling asleep. So you are gluten intolerant. In the afternoon. De- oh, definitely intolerant, but like not officially. You know what I mean? No. Well, like the tests say, the tests say I'm like I'm not. The the, the tests basically don't tell you if you're gluten intolerant. Right. They just tell you if you're. Uh, I forget the what the word is. Um. There's a word for being like 
not being able to eat gluten. Okay. So I'm I'm not that. Well, how, so, what's wrong with you then? Yeah. I'm just intolerant. Just don't like it. Oh, okay. Your boy doesn't agree yeah. with it. All right, fair enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, you've got some stuff like that, haven't you? Well, yeah, a bunch of stuff that I'm now figuring out I have more of. So yeah, it's, it's well, like it's to us, it's it's like it's like again, it's like Goldilocks, totally my fucking thing. It's just like it's right in the middle. It's not allergic to it and not not allergic to it. It's somewhere in the middle. Sure. You know, like I, c- I can't have it because it <laughs> mucks me up, but it won't kill me, kind of thing. You know. Can you eat porridge? Yeah. Um, porridge is great. That's, that's what I'm. That's, what I'm <laughs> that's my favorite. Yeah. Okay. Oh, good. Okay. So yeah. yeah so anyway, I just um, can't have chocolate or caffeine. Right, right, right. Which isn't a bad thing, Jay. Not, they're not great <laughs> for you. Or alcohol, or spicy food, anyway. or fried food, or tomatoes, or mint, or garlic. There we go. I now can't have Can you any have of those minor things. elements? Can you have minor well, elements? Well, I kind of have to because my toothpaste is mint and I can't really get rid of that too much at the minute. So. Yeah, bloody hell. Yeah, give us And a most of the food I eat you're has not tomato eating that, are you? So. So. No, but it can still affect it a little bit, unfortunately. Sure, sure. So, anyway, long story short, or well, long story long, yeah. um, I was really tired and then I had a lot of work to do and stuff. So, I had to push through this tired wall, Jay, that I kept hitting at like 10 o'clock, especially in bed. I just like. Never, never in my life have I not been able to stay awake if I want to, right? And I just, I just couldn't stay awake. So I do anyway, that all I the time. Past... <laughs> I just fall asleep what? while I'm on the phone. Oh, bro. And uh, anyway, I pushed past this wall on Monday, and then I discovered this whole new existence where I was constantly tired, but I almost kind of had energy, but it was just kind of like an adrenaline thing, right? And like you feel like you're on the edge of a breakdown at any moment. And then uh, I pushed through, the... and so I had like two days of just very little sleep. And then last night I got loads of sleep. So basically, I'm feeling pretty good for the podcast. That's all I was going to say. Jay's put this thumbs up for the audio listeners out there. Yeah, uh, it just reminds me of uh, Mike Myers when he's just sort of like... I want an Austin Powers 4. I don't know about you, Jay. Well, Mike Myers has just done his net new Netflix show, hasn't he? Is that why he's been promoting and stuff? Yeah, it's called like something beginning with a P. It's like Perverence or something. It's something. It's like a really odd name. Is is that out? Yeah, it's him like playing loads of different characters, like much like Austin Powers. Is it any? Is it funny or? It looks okay. I'm gonna. I've added it to my list, so I will watch it eventually. Oh, okay. Yeah, it is out. out. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird because I think it Um, came out right in the middle of all this weird political stuff coming up. So nobody sure. knew it was out. <laughs> someone I remember what seeing someone on Twitter being like, "How is nobody talking about Mike Myers' new show?" <laughs> like, what's going on? That must be thing, one of know? the first projects he's done in ages. Yeah, I, I think, think this is like right. his comeback thing or whatever. Right. Okay. I think that was the whole point. Got you. Do you know? Oh, yeah. I almost want to say there was a Love Guru sequel, but I can't confirm that. No, I can't. I don't know. I remember no? if there was a Love Guru sequel. No. Okay. Jake, who is the last person you see stood Uh-oh. on the porch attending the funeral in Avengers Endgame? <sighs> Hang on. Before you even give me I mean, me things, one of these... Okay, one of the ans- these answers is fucking stupid. Well, and I they've know got who that is as there. the second suggestion. I, well. I want to say it's the, the young boy who... 
Oh, I, I know. Right, go on, just say him because I'm trying to remember exactly what I mean, there's a, there's you're going to get there. it from this because... I think like, it's from Iron Man 3. There was like a boy that... About, um, he, he meets in the shack or whatever. Yeah, something yeah. like that. So the card says, the card, Gamora, Nick Fury, Phil Coulson and Vision. I mean, yeah, it's what's a, I think they're all there. I want to say Nick Fury is probably the well. No, if I can see it in my, I can literally see the shot in my head. Nick Fury, Vision, Coulson, and incredible piece of music that that scene has. Incredible. Who else? Coulson and Vision. Now, who else? Are you, keep going. Gamora. Gamora. I want to say it's either Coulson. Or Nick Fury. I can if I had to give like put my life on it, I'd probably say Coles. Uh, I'd probably say Nick Fury. It is Nick Fury. Yeah, thank God for that. Jesus Christ. Okay. Yeah, I thought I. What I mean, three think? of those people are dead. No. I mean, I know they're not because they all come back away. Yeah. But you know, anyway. All right, moving on. <laughs> Um, now we've got a lot to get through, Jay. I think. Please, it. Yeah, yeah, no, we have got a lot to get through. And in, in, I was going to say, Jay. Oh, I shouldn't say that. But then we always talk about games about getting through them, don't we? So yeah, keep it keep it with the theme. Um, just want to quickly let you know as well. I've been re-watching Prepared to Try. You know, I think you watched that back in the day, didn't you, on IGN? The three British guys play through Dark Souls. That was it, Brit? Oh, yeah. No, on I IGN. do. I do remember that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's good, mate. It's I've got to be honest. It's the only YouTube series I would consider rewatching, and it's okay. worth it. Interesting. But anyway, anyway, Jay, let's start with you. Yeah. What's been going on? Oh no! Please take us, take us to topic one page, please. Okay. Also, I'm surprised you remember to fade us in. If I'm honest, because like no, uh, I remembered. I was looking at the clock. Don't worry. Yeah, no, it's all good. It's all good. Uh, do you know what? I've been listening to the Always Sunny podcast, and um, it's great. It's arguably better than the show, in my opinion. Uh, yeah. And I um, still need to watch the rest of that. I got up to like series, maybe oh god, maybe either five or seven, somewhere in that ballpark. I can't remember, and I just stopped watching it. What are they on now? Like series twenty? Uh, yeah, like fifteen or something. Yeah, I, yeah. yeah I got to a so I. I struggled watching it even when it was like I don't Jay, think I maybe came out of it oh, maybe a series after De, uh, DeVito. DeVito came into it there we go bro I'm the same as you I've tried yeah. to watch that show like six times it's very I hard just don't, I just don't find it that funny no it's it's a very particular type of humour yeah very particular can, I, can, can, very you guess from, can you guess from Norwich who loves it I, I have a high school group of friends I mean, it's pretty obvious. I mean, I guess. I don't know. Hard to say. It could be any of them. <laughs> Legion Pool. Oh, okay, it. sure. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Sure, sure, sure. Um, anyway. Right, yeah. Do you want me to start? Yeah, then? oh, yeah. And they were saying they were saying on the podcast uh, that, you know, like, why would we introduce the show? You, you read the description. You know what this is. Yes, yes. You came here for a reason type thing. Yeah, yeah. So, in that sense, maybe we shouldn't do an introduction. But alas, Jay... Uh, what have you been up to this week? What's been guanin? Honestly, not a lot of console stuff necessarily. Um, the only so because we haven't recorded in a while, it's been a while since I actually remembered this stuff. But I attempted to play Tales of Arise, 
to be like, oh, I can just finish it now, you know. And then I realised I needed to like, much like Final Fantasy Thirteen, there's like a grind section where you get to a point where there's almost like a point of no return where if you go beyond where you are, you can't come back. Um, and then you realise, oh crap, I've now got to fight level things that are like 20 levels above me, so I, I forgot to grind kind of thing. But no, I, yeah, I, I looked up a guide and they were like, yeah, you need to grind here for like another 20 levels and then you're good to go, basically. So I think I've leveled up like maybe 14, 15 times so far, so I've still got a little way to go. But it didn't take me that long, actually. It only took me about three hours to level up 15-ish times. So, uh, yeah, I'll get there eventually. <laughs> it's just going to take me a while. Very slowly, so but surely. So so do you know how long it's going to take, or what level? Ideally? I mean, once I get or... to the right level, it shouldn't take me longer than a day, not really. So maybe another no, two days. No, sorry, I meant as in, as in, like, do you know how long it'll take you to get to that level? Not that long. I mean, it took, like I said, it only took me about three hours to get level up 15 times, but to get to the one I want to get to, another five levels, I mean, it'll probably take me another three or four hours. See, Jay, you say it's not that long. That seems like a lifetime to me in terms well, of... Well, it's like two to four podcasts, depending yeah, no. I mean, one Joe Rogan podcast. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. exactly. But yeah, 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 sure, sure. Um, so yeah, I was kind of in a little, a little bit of like an RPG mood, uh, but very briefly. I got shot down. I was like, oh no, I need to grind on this thing. Um, but honestly, I've just been playing mobile games for the last like two weeks. Specifically one mobile game, which is uh, a new one called Dislite, spelled D-I-S-L-Y-T-E. Have you heard of this? You might have seen it advertised all over the internet. I think we might have spoken internet. about it before, no? Yeah, we spoke about it probably about seven-ish, eight months ago. Oh. Because what they did was they released it sort of in like early access um, on Android. Um, and so there's been there's basically been like eight months of people grinding the game. And like understanding how the game works and like getting really good at it and you know leveling up their accounts or whatever. And then what they did was they were like, right, we're going to release it on iOS in eight months from now, and we're going to get ready for that. I don't know why it took so long to go from Android to iOS, but there we are. Um, and so they did that. But so what they've done is they're sort of like two separate servers. They've got the original server for the people who played it for the eight months already, and then they've got a new server that's sort of like beside that that only has new players in it. So it's sort of like, you know, one server that's already eight months ahead and then another one beside it that's just beginning. So they're sort of like traveling at a similar speed. But eventually, they'll merge because at some point, you, there's only so far you can get, right? And at some point in the future, they're going to merge the, the servers and then it's going to be one big happy family. And we'll be able to, because there's a lot of like PvP content. So, and if they were to give you, you know, if we were to play the people who had already been playing eight months straight away, it wouldn't be a very fair PvP. Um, aspect, I don't think so. That's yeah, part sure. of the reason why I did that. It sort of gives the so, what is the game, Jay? So, the game is a gacha game, much like other ones I've played previously. Um, this one, I think the premise is imagine sort of like a cyberpunky type world or city that I think gets invaded by it, sort of like gets invaded by a weird, like alien type thing. And then random strangers like get specifically chosen to become or like inhabit the powers of Greek gods, Norse gods, like different gods from different types of mythologies. So it's like a mixture between cyberpunk and Smite. Okay. 
But so the gods are like very fashionable. So that's like the cyberpunk style part of it as well. That it's all like very fashionable. Like imagine like gods in modern day, but if they were dressed like they were walking down by the you know like a catwalk. Paris, basically. yeah, yeah like yeah, Paris, yeah. Paris uh, Fashion Week or whatever, New York Fashion Week. So it does like this. The style is that sort of aspect, right? So it's godly mixed with like really cool modern fashion. Um, and the idea is that you're supposed to collect these gods and fight off this alien invasion, which is like the other half of it, right? Which is like, so this alien invasion is sort of like these like crystals and like, oh, you know, have you seen the film Arrival? Yes. Very similar to that, like in the way that the um, shapes of certain alien creatures are and stuff like that. Like it's all that kind of like aesthetic. Um, and you basically, you know, that's like the, the campaign of the game is just to fight through ways and so you defeat the boss kind of thing, you know? So I Incredible think there's... Film, there's What's that? Incredible film. Oh yeah, top ten, easy. Um, there's twelve campaign uh, chapters, and in each one there's eight missions. So whatever eight times twelve is is how many missions there are. Ninety six. <sighs> yeah, but then you times that by there's also an easy version of the campaign, a hard, and then what's called purgatory mode, which is like extremely hard essentially. I'm now making my way through hard, so I'm all, I'm, I'm literally on the last mission of hard to get to purgatory, so I'm almost there. Um, and then there's a bunch of other uh, like other side stuff you can do, so you can do PvP, so you can versus other people's teams. Teams of five, and you have to sort of like level them up and collect gear so they can get more powerful over time. And the way to collect gear is to fight off these uh, three specific alien sort of like bosses, I guess. I guess one's called Kronos, one's called Apep, but one's called Fafnir. So they're like almost like they're like I think they're based off of Greek gods as well, or like yeah, you know, the Kronos Fafnir, I think know. is a is a is a Titan, I think. Yeah, yeah so it's like yeah. a similar sort of like Titany type thing, right? Yeah. So you fight those, you get the gear to be able to upgrade better, and so on. So it's like a loop of like you know having to grind this section, grind this section, grind this section, just so you can level up in different ways, get more powerful in different ways, and that's sort of where the time aspect comes in. You know, you log in every day, you do your dailies, you get a, you chip away, you get a little bit higher level, a little bit further in progression, and you just keep going until you've unlocked everything, essentially. But there are achievements in-game, and quests and missions that give you like really, really cool rewards, and I think there's literally like hundreds of them to do. So, there's, there's you know, there's a lot of like replayability I guess just coming but there's like loads of different reasons to want to come back and keep playing it every day and then so eventually they'll do events oh, as well so yeah go what on what sort of events um, so they've got one at the minute where you have to do certain missions throughout the day and then they'll give you up to five or they'll give you five prizes that can be won out of a total of like 60 or something each day so I think the the event lasts 15 days. So as long as you log in for 10 days and do your dailies, you're guaranteed to get all 60 or something. Oh, that's nice. So stuff like that. And then there'll be there'll be events in the future that require you to uh, like, uh, or that will ma make it easier for you to roll the characters that you want. Because the the gacha system is quite um, not forgiving in that there's a pity system. So if, as long as you rolled 120 times without getting a single legendary, you're guaranteed to get one on the last poll. Oh, that's good. But to be able to pull 120 times take a lot of resources and a lot of time, so it's best right. just to save so is it and hope almost... for a rate up. Right, yeah. yeah so it's almost a bit there. useless, right? Like I mean, I've gotten a fair few, but I've got I've gotten lucky, honestly, at this point. So, so um, in terms of the missions, then, so like, yeah. is it 
like an older standard mobile game where you can only do like a mission a day sort of thing. Yeah, so there's a stamina system. Yeah, that's that's like the annoying bit, but right. <laughs> so yeah, so they've got that in place, so you can right fine. Yeah, then... I think you get one stamina back every five minutes. Okay. So let's say you have a hundred max. That's five hundred minutes for you to wait to go from zero to full. Right. Which is what like six hours or something. But right. um, luckily, there are ways for you to get free stamina by playing the game. So if I do certain dailies, I can like gain a lot of stamina back, and it just sort of rolls into a bunch of more stamina and more stamina. I can just keep going throughout the night. So part of the reason why I've been playing it so much is because I can start playing it at like half five, six when I get out of the shower, and I won't I won't have ran out of stamina until like easily nine. Just you know doing stuff, I can just gain more and. Towards all sorts of stuff, so I'm just I'm just grinding it at the minute. <laughs> I'm getting pretty close to doing to like max level on a few characters, so getting there. But a lot a long way to go. I mean, there's even achievement to log in for a thousand days. And obviously, the people who have been playing it for eight months still haven't got that yet. So well, no, because that's like that's like three years. Yeah, a thousand days is a little over three years. So my my other mobile game I play, Alchemy Stars. Um, is current is almost at a year anniversary. I think it's the year anniversary next month, and they're doing an event for it currently. And I've I've logged in for 340 days straight. Haven't missed a single day. Like I've gotten up, made sure to log in for 340 days in a row. That that's too I'm much. Commitment dedicated. For you, that is, dedicated. You it's dedicated a good game, that. dude. It's a good game. That's how you that's know it's good. If you've logged in 340 days and done your dailies every day. I wake up, I do my dailies, and then before I get, actually when I get home, I do my secondary lot of dailies, and then I wait till the morning again. I do that every day. I do it for two yeah. games now. I do it for Dislike and I do it for Alchemy Stars. I, no, I like the routine, don't get me wrong. It's right? honestly like, like I mean, really it's... nice, because it gives me a really, it gives me, I don't want to say, don't, don't want to say this because it does sound a bit stupid, but it gives me like a purpose almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, it definitely motivates me to want to go to bed. To then wake up and do my stuff, and then it also makes me want to like get through the day so I can then do my second one stuff, you know. So it's just like yeah. a good motiv- motivation to like do well during the day, you know. Or yeah, to, like, get I, stuff I, done. I don't, I don't see it that differently to me being like, oh, I haven't got an Xbox, but I should go do my rewards. For the it's kind of like a job, is, but like the best kind because you're just getting rewarded for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. like there's no, there's no necessary, there's not necessarily a drawback. Like it's not wasting time because you're benefiting. You're still benefiting from it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. I always hate people making that argument about oh, playing games is a waste of time. I definitely do feel like that a lot, but I feel like as long as you're having fun and you're enjoying it, then you're not wasting anything. Oh yeah, I mean that's no different to anyone saying like films are a waste of time yeah, exactly. or music's hate, yeah. a waste of time. I hate like, all that. Oh, bug me. Yeah, that's man. cool, man. Um, I'd like so, to say, okay, I'm literally so... I'm playing it right, right now. I'm still doing my dailies. Oh, great. Fantastic. <laughs> well, we've got Jay's divided attention. Well, no, it's, it's not. <laughs> like it, t- it takes about half an hour to do ten runs, so I'm sort of, I could probably get through at least two while I'm here. So. Okay. Uh, no, I'm only joking. It's not it going to take me. away too much. Um, so, question for you. Please. On a meta level. Uh-oh. Um, to kind of relate it to like our trends and what we play and stuff, mm. it's interesting because as soon as you sort of said to me 
Well, the whole Gacha sister is Gacha, right? The whole Gacha yeah, G A C H A Gacha. The whole Gacha system just breeds anxiety to me because yeah. it's it's like the live service thing where like you know you're what you're jumping into. So what's curious to me, Jay, is that you clearly enjoy the loop, which is interesting because yeah, that's, the loop that's is the, I, that is pretty yeah. much it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, I, I like a finito. I like a finish. You know. I oh, like I see. End, yeah. Know, no, you know I like mean? the fact that it doesn't end. <laughs> right, which is so interesting. Yeah, it's. I mean. It's like, do you know what, Jay? It, it sounds like a comfort blanket, and I mean that in a positive yeah. way, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like a is. film that you rewatch when you get home from, like, from school, like your hot fuzz. It yeah, sounds it's just like comfy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you just get any, like, I know this game, I know what I want, I yeah. know what I'm getting. Muscle memory type thing, yeah. Yeah. You know your way around it, so it's not gonna. You doesn't take too much out of your brain capacity or whatever. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah, totally. Um, totally. You were saying about how like the gacha thing is. You were, say, were you saying it was like more anxiety just because? Why? Why was it? Ang- why is it? Why is there anxiety Cause, yeah, just because there's no finish? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I mean, so technically like, there is a finish. Yeah. It's just once you are finished, you can keep going if you want to. Sure. So I, I, I see what you mean, but for me to be able to finish, it would. Oh man. I'd either have to pay a hell of a lot of money or just spend literally about a thousand days on it. <laughs> I'm actually, once I get that thousand day achievement, I'll be very happy. Uh, I don't see myself doing it, but I hope the game lasts that long. Because there are games, there are currently gacha games and other type RPGs, that mobile games, that have been going, I think, I think the longest one's been going for seven years now. Seven or eight years. And I think the second longest is maybe four or five, so it could happen. They're a good company because the the company who made this, um, twofold, they had to make the game for iOS during lockdown, well the original first lot of lockdown, and then they had to re they had to release the actual iOS game while that China is now currently still in lockdown, because they're now in like a third or fourth lockdown, aren't they? So they've yeah, had to literally yeah. release the game from their homes. They're not been able to like have the resources, and it's probably one of the best like gacha launches I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> like it is successful as shit. They went from so they had like a pre-registration like event basically where if you went on the website you sure. pre-registered you got a bunch of free stuff. And as long as they had a certain number of pre-registrations they'd give you a certain amount of rewards for everybody as long as there were a certain number. And I remember like a month or two before the game came out on iOS, they only had like a hundred thousand people sign up, which is a lot, but it's not that many for a gacha game. And then literally with sure. like with like a few days left to go, it got to like over two million signups. So there's a That's lot. Crazy. There's millions of people playing this game currently. Well, for these games, Jay, is it uh, Korean market driven? Is it Chinese? Yeah. So this specifically, this like this the company who made this game is a Chinese um, company. Um, I'd say the the largest group of people who play these games is definitely the Asian market. And then second largest is just the West, so that being Europe and America. Okay. So whatever you want to call that, basically. Do we include Korea in the Asian market? Yeah, hundred percent. Korea, China, Japan. Fine. And I guess the Philippines. Oh, Japan's in usually... Asia. Yes. Oh, that's not a trick question. I, I my geography's all. Please I'm tell just... me you're joking. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, but like I know it's in Asia, but like when you think about the location of Asia, because yes. like Russia's kind of Asia as well. It's all rather complicated, really, isn't it? Sure. Like, 
Anyway. Anyway. I can't believe you just said that. You sound like a right tit. Anyway. Oh my god. Um, at least I'm honest. Yeah. No. I like. I actually like to think my, to myself that my geography is pretty good, but. What I oh no it is but what I don't get is so like Asia's ginormous yes, then you've got yeah, Africa the, uh, which is well separate. actually Africa's the biggest continent and then I think it's Asia. Well, it just I depends get, if you like, do it by land mass or like end to end mass. Hard to say. Sure, but like I get the Africa thing because you can kind of see the outline of it, right? Africa's but, like, a lot bigger. Asia and Europe by the way. has like a bit of a bit of a mix, and then you have obviously Australia or whatever that's uh, Oceania which you Oceania, get yeah. uh, off on the distance but then you've got North America South America which doesn't make any fucking sense because like North America has Canada and Alaska anyway yeah. and like why it just you know what I mean like but you can kind of see the different like oh that's the top bit that's the bottom bit but anyway I don't know sure age is complicated anyway okay. moving on moving so on. yeah I uh, I see myself playing this game for a very long time and there was a bunch of other mobile games coming out between now and the end of this year, or maybe even next year as well. Uh, one of those being Diablo Immortal, which I'm actually kind of looking forward to now. Jay, please stop. Please. Why? We're going to get death threats. We're going to get death threats. Well, okay, so this is the thing. I remember being on that bandwagon of like people shitting on Diablo Immortal just because it's like a mobile game or whatever. Yeah, yeah, But yeah, since yeah. then, I've gotten into the uh, community, and it's great. The mobile game, you know. To be look, let's be honest. If Diablo Four was out and it was great, nobody would give a shit. Hundred percent. The only reason Diablo Immortal will actually do well in any capacity is because Diablo Four isn't out yet. And that is pretty much the only reason why I want to play it is because I'm in the mood for Diablo and Diablo Four isn't out yet. I need my fix. I'm a bit worried though if I play Diablo Immortal, I then won't be in the mood for Four, but I definitely will be. Jay, chill out about that. They ain't coming out yeah, until 2024 anyway. So 2020, yeah, that. somewhere between there. Although yeah, it is, you know it is like an to, alpha, yeah. so. Yeah. But yeah. Look, tell you what, I'm looking forward to your review of it. Oh, yeah, no, I can't wait. Uh, I guess so. Is it, what, is go it got, do you know if it's got like a microtransaction system in it, or is oh, it very God. much just a Diablo yeah, no, game it will. on mobile? It will. Is it free? Yeah, free to play. Uh, so there will be microtransactions, yeah. I mean, there's technically there's microtransactions on this. There's microtransactions on every game. If the game is free to play, I've... there is aspects of being able to pay to get certain things. Sure, 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 sure. But you can, like, there's actually some pretty decent stuff. Like, there's usually some sort of, like, 99p, like, first buy, like, buy this first reward and get a bunch of cool rewards from it. They Actually, most of the time, they're pretty worth it, so... If I do spend, it's usually only that first little bit, and then that'll be like a good jumping off point. Sure. Well, uh, keep us up to date, Jay. I would like to move on to the news, if it's all right with you. Go on, then. Uh, So let's crack on. Mm. You want me to To transition? (laughs) No, that's a bit too aggressive, wasn't it? (laughs) There's probably already one out there. I've probably, you know, just subconsciously done that. All right, Jay, are we at the news? Yeah, there's so much. Okay. I think there actually might have been something I missed up here that I didn't see, but I'll mention it anyway in a minute. Oh, yeah, you know what? Good shout, because there's definitely a 
story that I'm going to try and look up while I'm talking at the same time because I really want to talk about it. But first up, Jay, yeah, the biggest news of the week, which I messaged you about. Okay. Redfall and Starfield have uh, indeed been delayed until 2023. Yes. This is um, true. Before I go on, guys, we basically get all our news stories from IGN who get their news stories from the actual news source itself. This comes from Bethesda Twitter. Mm. Um, ba- yeah, they basically announced they've delayed it until the first half of 2023. They want to make sure their games... Uh, well, they have incredible incredible ambitions for their games, and we they want to ensure that they receive the best, most polished versions of them, which you can appreciate. Now, Jay, I'll move on to you because I know I always talk first in the news stories. So, what are your initial reactions to this delay? What to the fact that it's been delayed? Okay. Yes. <sighs> Redfall, I was kind of looking forward to play, but I'm glad it isn't coming out this year because there's already a bunch of stuff coming out that I want to play. Uh, Starfield was delayed is the other one yes um, yeah I mean we spoke about this a little bit how we believe that it might I mean I think the game is obviously not as ahead as I'd like it to be um, and the, uh, you know my stance on, on delaying games delay it for as long as you need to basically to make it as good as it possibly can be because we me and you do not like games that come out that aren't finished right 100%. And I think I even said before, like the other aspect of it is not wanting to compete for Game of the Year, which I think just so happens to be more of like the symptom rather than the actual illness, if I want to use some sort of like weird thing. like That's not like the whole reason, but it's definitely probably like the tiniest, tiniest part of the reason as to why they'd want to move a game uh, release date. But let's say the game was like... Let's say, game companies tend not to release games... Um, the they don't they tend not to delay games that are finished. <laughs> so they'll only ever delay a game if it's not finished most of the time, like nine nine times out of ten. So I mean, yeah, like I say, like the 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 game of the year thing isn't like a well, isn't is very rarely any amount of the reason, but definitely <sighs> game companies like to have awards, I guess. So it'll help. It's got on the box, I suppose. Or the yeah, or exactly. Whatever. It'll look uh, better on the box. So. I think uh, Elden way, Ring Jay, we definitely did... deserves to win it at this point. Yeah. <laughs> we let's see what the year has in store, but I get you. Um, so uh, yeah, we have missed out a story, which we'll move on to, which was the uh, it looks like basically the starting lineup for the PS Plus new programs have been announced. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you saw those games. Uh, yeah, um, it's, it kind of looks like. Um... Well, well, we'll talk about it in a bit, mate. If that's oh, right. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, in terms of this delay, Jay. So. I did listen to some reactions from podcasts for people I like to listen to. And the general consensus seems to be, um, you know, every game delays great, gives the developers more time. Hopefully we get a better game. Um, but pretty much everyone is now like, Jay, what the hell is Xbox going to put out this year? Mm, like yeah, this could be the driest X. This could be the driest Xbox year we've had in like, a long time and that's embarrassing because this new leadership this new acquisition trail has been in motion since let's say game pass got announced which i think was maybe 2016 2017 like it is actually before that right like phil spencer took over 2013 2014 something like that so 
they're nearly 10 years into their kind of like you know groove and stuff so actually we should be getting more games than ever genuinely and we're not getting any and it's like or it feels like we're getting none and if we are it's third party and it is getting to the point now jay where this is sort of me mirroring what other people have said but frankly i i do agree is that (laughs) what 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 are we doing here lads if like without game pass it's nothing it's weird like hardware i don't care about hardware if i haven't got a game to play on it that's that's the thing, right? I feel like that twenty twenty two has sort of become the year of the 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 PC and the and the mobile kind of like part of the year or like part of the decade, where like there isn't there isn't like games are still being developed for the next generation, and so they sort of need that year or two to be able to like not release much, so that everything else that is maybe slightly smaller on the scale has more room to shine. I think you actually you might be seeing this as a bad thing, but for me I see this as like a really really good thing because the less of these AAA games that come out means that the the sort of lower AA or even single A games get to shine a bit more and maybe get to like yeah. make a bit more of a jump start for smaller companies to do then have more room to grow, if that makes sense. For sure. For sure. Absolutely. So for me this is like a big a big plus. I mean, you know, it's it's sort of like looking at the silver lining, I guess. Like, you know, just, just yeah, totally. trying to find and the you... the bad in or the good and the bad, you know, or the good and the bad for the bigger companies. But to me, whenever I hear that the big companies aren't releasing stuff, that's good for me because smaller people get get more of a chance, and I like that. No, you're totally right, Jay. Like for instance, we get big sort of we get a lot of coverage on games like Sifu and stuff, which let's oh, be honest, I really we want to might play that not game. get on a year like 2018, right? Like we're, you're totally right, Jay, like on a normal, busy triple A year, you ain't getting the, the coverage. And, and we are seeing the coverage of games like Tunic and all this kind of stuff. Totally. Death door. Yeah, totally. Indie games are definitely um, getting a lot more um, marketing a lot. That's the thing. Cause like, imagine, right. There's like no triple A games coming out in a certain period of time of the year. Right. What are game companies going to talk about, or game journalists going to talk about? They're going to talk about yeah, yeah, every yeah. anything gaming related, but they just can't yeah. be the 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 stuff that isn't coming out, right? So they just have they 100%. kind of have to talk about the smaller stuff, even though they do most of the time anyway. But they just give them more more time. Absolutely, more time is more Absolutely. money. Absolutely, <laughs> and and like you say, Jay, there's something unique about a quiet like two three years in gaming, like this this new generation you know the 2013 2014 equivalent or the 2005 2006 equivalent there's something unique about being able to like catch up on your back lo- back catalog being able to see the coverage of these indie games being able to like just see what's going on on youtube and just be like ah oh, it's pretty chill or maybe i'll dive into this game i wouldn't have played before maybe i'll dive into that game i wouldn't have played before because there's not loads coming out and even though as gamers, we kind of like to play things all the time, so we build it up subconsciously anyway, I find, right? Um, it's, it's, a, it's a kind of nice... It's not. It's kind of nice. It's kind of nice. I've, like, people will live stream games they wouldn't live stream before, you know, and stuff like that. That's true. Yeah, no, like, there's been definitely a, a lot more variety, or what's called variety streaming, or variety gaming on Twitch, where, like, uh, larger streamers will sort of... Uh, dabble in a lot of very much smaller games and those smaller games tend to blow up like the reason do you know who first streamed among us and why it blew up no a guy called soda poppin he's sort of very well known in the in the twitch community 
um, very old. Like he was there from like almost day one on Twitch when it was called Justin TV, right? Uh, he played Among Us one day, and then it just blew up. Since then, Mental. it's just it, like Among Us was literally like a like a I want to say like, like a, two I years, think, wasn't it? Well, I no, I think yeah, I think it had been out for maybe maybe eight to ten months at that point. Um, it was maybe like a couple dollars on Steam or something. He was like, this game looks wacky. Like he's one of these people who just plays random, like really random Steam games. That's like part of his thing that he does. He's like, oh, this game looks interesting, and then he just played it, and then everyone started playing it after that. Like people just were amazed by the idea of it, and it just blew up. And he's actually done that with a few things. I think I want to say he might have also done that with Fall Guys as well. I don't know. There's, I can't remember exactly who did the Fall Guys thing. Um, but like, I think that just goes to show how one moment in time for a very very small company can now lead to like them becoming like the next big thing. And you got to think, what what are the guys who made Among Us going to do next now? You know, like I, it's, I think it's going to be really hard for them to do that. It's almost like a lightning in a bottle type situation. But they can try something else, you know, if they want to. I mean, I'm sure they've made so much money off that game. <laughs> totally. Oh my god. Yeah. Totally. Um. So yeah. So it's it's one of those where the logic, rational human being for both of us to think is like cool. You know, make the games better. That's cool, man. Like. And uh, in terms of the reaction, Take by the way, time. not surprised Redfall got delayed at all. We've seen one cinematic trailer, so yeah. Yeah, I'm not surprised about that. Yeah, I mean, going from a cinematic, a cinematic trailer, what, was it October last? No, it was July last year, or maybe even June. It was like a year ago. I think, did, didn't they finish E3 last year? Yeah, it? I want to no, say it was the end of like E3. That. It was just like the last thing they showed. Yeah. Um, or like so, whatever yeah. the E3 thing was going on at the time. Yeah, and we so, haven't yeah. seen it since then. And no. Starfield is it's one of those where like well after i think about it it's of course it's not surprising you know like it's a big game no. um but at the same time it kind of is surprising because they already put a date on it and ted yeah Hatt, i always Todd thought Howard that date was way too early was... i was thinking oh well i think they just want to get it in the diary you know just i think you know, you know i think I mean? whenever you see a release date the first release date for a game now just think right that's just them setting themselves a very very early goal like at this point, whenever we see a release date for a game now, it should be, oh, they've just marked it down on their calendars when they hope to be at least somewhat done. <laughs> like we shouldn't ever take, we should just take any sort of release date as a grain of salt now at this point. 100%. 100%. Like, it's like a public diary for them. Like they should just 100%. keep it quiet. I think it's actually more just to let people know that the game is coming and it builds hype, but then when they delay it, it's sort of like, oh, we'll try to remember it and hopefully we'll still remember it and we're still around. You know? uh, totally. So Jay, um, on the PS Plus side of things, then so yeah, PS Plus is getting the upgrade, it's getting the Game Pass treatment. We're getting three different tiers. I think it's something like PS Plus Essential, PS Plus Extra, and PS Plus Premium. Something yeah, like that, that sounds about right. Jay, yeah. did you look at the list of games re- sort of related to each layer, and what did you think of them? If you did, um, I didn't see if they were there were specifically ones for each layer. The only thing I saw was like a list of like I think there was like AC Valhalla, like God of War. Um, maybe Last of Us. It was basically like all the PlayStation, like AAA stuff, right? Spider Man was on there. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Miles um, Morales. Yeah, 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 just like all the big hitters, basically. I don't know if there was any more than that, or if that was just it. What was it? Yeah. So there was. So um, I think that I think that was actually the essential layer that, and they're adding to to some pretty 
good titles for that. They've got Returnal on there. They've got Demon yeah, see, Souls Returnal on there. Returnal is a big one because Returnal is mm. still like 60 quid. Yeah. And, like, and it's Demon still Souls max too. price. I think I've only seen it come down in price maybe a tenner. I think the lowest I've seen it is 50. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, Jesus Christ! It's st- I don't. I get that it's like a good game, but it, I don't think it's that good of a game. I mean, weirdly, no, it was I actually didn't... it was Max a Million Dudes Game of the Year last year. Is that right? So uh, yeah, I can see. Uh, like, if he says it's good, it's good. You know, I trust that man. Yeah, no, I get that, but he also he's obviously very good at gaming, and he likes all the hard shit as well. Very so true. He's, he's no, very yeah, good fair at play. <laughs> um, so yeah, so then and then we had the layer of PS2, PSP. And yeah, I'm interested games. to see what all that means because there's definitely so, a lot of old PlayStation games I wouldn't mind playing. Well, Jay, so there's one PSP game. <sighs> okay. There is a selection of PlayStation original games, which frankly I was very underwhelmed by. And okay. the PS2 games are pretty much all that were available on the PS4. Oh, so you're, you're Jack and Daxters and stuff, sort yeah. of. So that it's it's the port of those, not necessarily the port of the original game. Um, and then you had the PS3 games, which were streaming via like your PS Now sort of stuff, which I don't even want to talk about because why would you stream a game? It's just the worst. To me, this so, just um, kind of sounds like early Game Pass days, right? Where there wasn't really much going on. Correct. Yeah. But, Give it a year. No, you... This PlayStation thing will be booming more than likely. Jay, it's a great point because I was looking at it thinking this is not got what I need yeah, it, it to needs... have to buy it. This is this is a test run. This is them being like, we hope this works. Work. If it doesn't work, we're going to cancel it. If I'm honest, Jay, I the initial reaction I got was this is what we have to make because Game Pass is out yeah, there, but we don't really more want of to because our games, yeah, because yeah, our games sell really well. Basically, yeah. is how I felt. Yeah. Now I I can totally see that like. It, had they not done anything and just kept it the same way, I think they would have eventually Microsoft would have uh, took over. With uh, they, I think I, I imagine PlayStation have probably been uh, like losing subscribers, and I think they were thinking that maybe it was to do a Game Pass, so they kind of had to make their own to hope those people would come back in some way. So. Yeah, hard to say, but I mean, this is all one of those things where you just got to give it time. I don't. I, I think even if this thing went badly, even in the first year, I don't know if they'd have to, if they could ever go back on it. I think they just have to keep it and just hope that it would work out by the second, third year. But Sony, being a Japanese company, they Japan likes to see turnaround within at least like six to twelve months. Anything longer than that, they'll just they tend to just scrap it. Like they're they're very very strict about that kind of stuff. Like they need to see results very quick. Which is weird because you'd think they'd be a bit more patient, but they're actually weirdly not that patient. So, yeah, this is more again more of a waiting game just to see what happens. I I have to look into it more, but I I wouldn't I don't think I even want to look at this thing until I think it's at least to the same standard to what Game Pass is now. You know. Agreed. So Agreed. This isn't, it's going to have some top stuff. To yeah, like you'd there. need some ridiculously yeah. good stuff on there. And to me, what yeah, we've got totally. on there uh, is... is not. I mean, it's it's good for people like. This is perfect for people who are just starting out gaming. <laughs> with people like us, people already played yeah. half the games on that list. It's like whatever at J- this point. Yeah. Jay, I'm always so interested when gaming journalists react to these things because one, 
they've played pretty much every game on there for free anyway. Yeah, yeah. So, like, what would they know in terms of, you know, value for money? Like, no offense, guys, <laughs> you just don't. And two, um, what's interesting is they almost see it and they're almost trying to judge it on behalf of people who don't have access to every game ever, if you know what I'm trying to say. Like, imagine sure. trying to... Imagine trying to imagine someone who hasn't got a PS5. You, you can't. Like... You can like, of course, you can have a rough idea, like, oh, that sucks, and all the rest of it. But we have PS fives, like, you know, like yeah. not having a car would suck. Not having a PS five would suck, you know. Like, it, it, <laughs> I mean, like someone trying to tell me how good the PS Plus lineup is from like who gets a free, who gets every game for free. I'm like, you're not going to play any of these games. You've played them all. You're not going to play them. I like, oh, oh, I love Return. I'll play Return again. I'm like, you'll play it for like one fucking day. Yeah, they, they, technically they don't playing, have the time you know, to play it because they get their jobs required yeah, exactly. to play newer games all the time anyway. So maybe I'm hating too much this week. I, I, I just, I, I, know, man. Maybe, uh, I don't know. So we got. I say. think. Oh uh, yeah, I was going to apologise, but I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Jake, important news yeah. uh, for you, I think, and, and me, but mainly you. Um, no. The brand new Dead Space remake officially has a release date. Uh, yeah. EA announced during a stream. January. Uh, so apparently it's going to be out January twenty seventh, twenty twenty three. Speaking of early release date, so Jay, go on, hit me. Did you say? Did you say twenty twenty seven? No, January twenty seventh, twenty twenty three. Twenty twenty three. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. Um. Twenty twenty seven. Uh, six is going to get now. I've been following this. They've actually released some like dev diary stuff that I'm still yet to watch. I am going to watch them eventually. If you had told me this game was coming out in 2018, I think I would have been more excited. You think your moment's almost passed? <sighs> Not necessarily, but I think this might be one of those ones that I come back to. Well, I, I might come back to it like well after it's come out. Like I don't see myself needing to buy this game necessarily. Which is okay, bad so for them because they're obviously going to want to see the money quite quick. But yeah, I can't. I can't really see myself wanting to get this straight away. I feel like I've I've okay. I've been done with Dead Space for a long time. Fair enough. Fair like, the last enough. time so I played I've Dead Space more... One was well over a decade. Ago. Well, about a decade ago. I've got many questions then. Yeah, go on. for you. So okay, first of all, Jay, I wouldn't worry too much because if it's an EA game, it will go to EA Play within. Ah, uh, anyway. that's true. Yeah, I might just wait for so it to come again. Game Pass. Yeah. Um. Second thing was, um, you've shocked me because I thought you'd love Dead Space. I do. It's one of my favorite games of all time. It's a classic. Way better than Dead Space two and three. Sure. Three was a bloody mistake. Two was great. Two is great. So, Weird how uh, two, one and two hold up so much more than three. It's kind of embarrassing, honestly. <laughs> so, Jake, like, what's going? Yeah, what's going on in your head then? In the sense of, okay, look, I totally get you don't want to necessarily pay forty, fifty quid for a no. remake of a game, sort of thing. But, but, no, I guess that's it, right? That's pretty much it, right? Yeah, I mean, it's pretty plain and simple. Yeah, the game will look amazing. It'll play amazing, but it, it's just not. Oh, I don't know. It seems like really bad timing. Like, I kind of feel like EA should have put their money elsewhere. Like it almost feels like this money is what was like the leftover from Anthem or something. Right. 
I, I, I doubt it, but I get what you're saying. It's kind of what it feels Only because like. Anthem didn't do very well is what I mean. Yeah. Actually, no, I think it did perform quite well financially. I mean, anyway. I bought it, so. Anyway, um, so, Jay, this release date, you think it's too early? You think it's genuinely coming out? Is it coming out finished? You know, all, all this kind of good stuff? Honestly, it wasn't in the best of shape when I saw it for the first time maybe a year ago. So at that point, it'll have been two years. I mean, two years is a pretty decent amount of time to get that finished. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not necessarily the longest game ever. I'd say January is somewhere in the middle of where I would have guessed. I would have said end of this year at the earliest, and at the latest yeah. end of next year. So January seems about right. Like it's kind of like maybe slightly too early. I don't know. Fine. Uh, January is a good time though, because it's it's still like pretty dark out. Still a bit spooky. Uh, January seems to be a lot of the time. January is right before when all the major releases come out, so it, it might you might get people after they've um, starting to save up again after Christmas. Maybe people are still like in that sort of dark, gloomy mood, so they might still want to be playing that kind of thing. I don't know. It's, it's totally really hard to judge. <laughs> no, I think you're right. I think the release period's good. Good. I like January releases. So start of the game, start of the year releases always feel nice to me. Like February yeah. seems like a really amazing time to release games. Just so many good games. I think that's why it's so it's so packed now. I think that's why it's so packed between January and May. It's it's, it's I yeah. mean this year was. It packed, didn't used right? to be. It used to be so quiet at the beginning of the year. Yeah. It, like the the time that games be... were released were like what July to December. So yeah. basically the second I mean, half yeah. of the year was when all the games came out. Like it was primarily September, October, November was like the main. For the Christmas, right? Yeah. Well, and it was always actually, really I... dry at the beginning, but now it's like packed again. Like I feel like there's just a lot more going on now. You know, I would argue. Don't get me wrong. We've got E3 coming up, but I'm sure there will be games announced that are coming out this I year. I like how we no keep saying E3, doubt. but technically there is no E3. That's true. That's E3's true. been cancelled for like two years now. But in that period, we're going to get games announced and come out. But I. W- I mean, we're, it's going to be pretty equal between the first and second half of the year, I would say, with some gaps in between, which is very interesting. You know what I mean? I'm trying to think when the, I feel like the quietest part of the year is like May, June, July now, isn't it? Yeah, totally. Like right in the middle of everything is just when. Maybe, yeah, uh, maybe it's that summer thing where like kids are. Yeah, everyone's out to playing, right? So there's like no real yeah, reason I to guess. be inside anymore. So there's, why would you release a game when everyone's outside? <laughs> yeah. Jay, next up. <laughs> Uh, I'm glad you put this on the news because I did want to talk about it as well. Need for Speed developer Criterion absorbs a Codemasters studio. This comes from them directly on Twitter. We can confirm, this comes from Codemasters, we can confirm Criterion Games and the development team at Codemasters Cheshire are officially coming together to create the future for, uh, sorry, of Need for Speed, forming one Criterion studio with two location hubs. Yeah, this, okay. this is very good. Part of the reason why I put this there was twofold. One, I thought it would be good for us to talk about. And two, I'm a massive fan of Codemasters and I'm also a massive fan of Need for Speed. So this is like the fact that two of my favourite game developers when it comes to racing games are coming together to make another racing game is kind of like, okay. <laughs> kind of want to see what they're doing with this. Because Codemasters are the other people behind the Dirt series. And obviously the people who make Need for Speed make Need for Speed, so and I'm a massive fan of the, I'm a, I'm a massive fan of the more recent Need for Speed games and the old Need for Speed games. The sort of middle ground was a bit meh, um, but they've they've recently released a couple of good ones, so I'm kind of looking forward to what they do next. Honestly, sweet, you know, just keep making much of the same. It just kind of feels like Assassin's Creed at this point. Just make something that's similar enough, and I'll play it. 
Fair enough. Just innovate slightly. I like they're much like Call of Duty or like AC. They just they innovate slightly, and it just makes it enough for me to want. It. Like there's always some sort of like new gimmick or new mechanic that makes it feel more fun. So, so as a Conor McRae side of things, like with Dirt and that, I totally get why they just do like a Dirt Five, which they did, right? But on the Need for Speed side of things, Jay, why wouldn't they? I know they did like the Most Wanted thing, which it's not even like a remake, right? It's like a different game or something, but with the same mechanics. I don't even know, but um. Why wouldn't they just do, you know, like, I know it's easier said than done, and I'm just sitting in a chair as a young man who has no knowledge of anything, but why wouldn't they just do, okay, next year, Need for Speed Underground 3, get fucking hyped, mate, because... Well, no, you said shit. it, it honestly could be a thing, I'm, so, I'm I honestly don't know what, I, maybe they've been waiting to do it, because Need for Speed Underground is a very specific type of people. Like basically, people our age will want to play that game. Like millennials, I'd say like people aged like twenty-five to thirty, like that range of people is like the correct Need for Speed Underground age. Whereas everyone below that and everyone above it probably don't give much of a crap. So they kind of want to like just hope that they release it at the perfect time so people will play it. But know. like even the youngins who don't play, who don't know what Underground is, even if they see okay. it's a new Need for Speed game, they'll get it. Right? I think Surely. if they if they did a three, they wouldn't call it three. They just call it like Need for Speed Undergrounds with like a different, like a it'd be sure. like a rebooted series at this point. I think because they'd want to make Fine. it a new thing so that people who didn't play one and two don't feel as left out. I think they would be the unofficial three, but the official three at the same time. You know. Fine, but then yeah, why why wouldn't they? So what I'm saying is, why wouldn't they, as a franchise, bring in that nostalgia of fans, make it that fucking like, make it that Forza Horizon quality, and then also do the same thing and just be like, here's Carbon Two or something stupid. I don't know, you know, like honestly, just get... if they did that, I'd be, I'd easily get both of those. Uh, <laughs> and they did, if they did like most wanted again, man, I... oh man, those games were just, they still hold up. That's what's amazing right. about those games; they still hold up. Right. They're so good. Yeah, and I mean, Need for Speed is one of those things where I kind of just like, I try to forget about it, and then when it comes around, I'm I'm excited about it. You know, like it's just one of those ones like, where pleasantly. oh, that's it's almost one. a guarantee to be good, just enough for me to want to play it for at least a little bit. So nice. I mean, I've completed the last two Need for Speed games that I've played, so I'm happy about it. They're they're on a good streak right now. Hopefully, they don't ruin it. Sweet. Next up, Jay. This is great news in my opinion. Sorry? I can't remember if I put this on here or not. Please it'll be the thing I'm thinking of. Okay. Uh, put it on here? Gotham Knights, PS4 no, and Xbox God. One versions, uh, have been cancelled. Yes, so uh, it looks like they made a statement Dude, so in good a news. new gameplay trailer, <laughs> but basically, yeah, they've been cancelled. The last I still need to watch this gameplay trailer. Like, I have it in my YouTube watch later list. I still haven't got around to it. I'm Jay, sort of savouring it. How have you not? Because like these trailers are like three minutes long, dude. Get come no, on, this gameplay trailer is like seventeen minutes. Oh, I take it back. I take it back. I can't wait. It's gonna be great. It's in four K oh, as well. I so. thought you meant cinematic. Apologies. No, I'm Jay, gonna watch both. This... But yeah, it's fair. This is fantastic news in my opinion. Yes, because this is the part of the reason why Cyberpunk didn't do that well. Because they spent too yes, much fucking money on the the previous generation, and it's bullshit. Yep. Had they just scrapped it, had they never done it for previous generations, they probably would have had a much better release. Uh, not, it, they wouldn't have sold as well, necessarily, because obviously a bunch of people bought the game thinking it was going to play on previous generation. It didn't. 
it wouldn't have like made its money necessarily, but I think in the long run it probably would have eventually caught back up to where it is now without the previous generation. I think people who would have eventually got hold of the next gen would have then bought Cyberpunk and then it would have been fine. I just think that I think the people who are above the people who made the game were just too greedy. I'm like, you need to make it on your generation. We need to get our money quickly. They were just greedy. They were greedy about it. And thank God these Gotham Knights people have looked at Cyberpunk. Right, we're not doing their mistake. Scrap that. We're just going to concentrate on the next gen. And honestly, if it totally. wasn't the Cyberpunk sort of almost, you know, being the martyr as it were, then this might have not happened. I think if anything, this is like one probably one of the best things that's happened to the gaming community in a long time. If we now see this as a trend, I'm going to be so happy. But agree. we also need to see the we result agree. of it first. We need to see if whether or not it's actually going to like succeed. True. From this a couple of things, uh, Jay. I think one of the reasons that exclusives, or at least Sony exclusives, well, Xbox Two have a leg up, is because they're only developing for hopefully two or three platforms, right? Mm-hmm. That being a PS4, or PS5, whatever the hell. Mate, hopefully just a PS5, right? Secondly, um, any time a publisher or developer is saying we're not going to spend as much time working on this or this or this. I'm like, that's great because your resources aren't as stretched. So you can just focus on making the game. And like you say, Jay, like, all right, maybe there's people out there who are like, well, I haven't got a PS5 and I haven't got a series X. Fair enough. I am going to get to the point though, where I'm going to say, yeah, series S is going to cost you like 250 quid and they're available. So if you wanted it that badly, you do have a option if you can't get a PS5. Fair enough. It's a not a great situation, but you've still got a few months to get one. And frankly, I am going to get to the point where I think anybody who desperately wanted one, mm. in the UK at least, I assume has almost got one. I could be very wrong about that, but anyway. Yeah. But yeah, great news, Jay. I hope every game does this moving forward. I want more next-gen only stuff. I want games to advance the medium. I want developers spending less time on past-gen versions. I know it doesn't make financial sense. Just a waste of time and resources. I don't understand. Like, well, it sells copies, Jay. It sells copies, you know. Like you've got, hun- we talk about this. You got hundred, you got like hundred and fifty million units out there that's ready so to be played. I know, on, I, know, you know? I know, I know, I know. That's ridiculous. Yeah, you're missing out on a lot of money by doing that. But I really like that's. It's a big gamble, but I really hope it pays off. Because this this needs to be the, the trendsetter for the for the next. I mean, there is definitely going to be a day where people don't make stuff for previous gen anymore but most of the time it doesn't come in until at least like half the way through the the next gen lifespan like you, this is we're sort of like talking like 2023 2024 at the earliest so we're, yeah. we're already starting to see it in 2022 and i love that it is the end of 2022 you know as we as we're saying yeah, but yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm glad we're seeing it uh, sooner rather than later honestly totally totally More last money. up jay uh gearbox has nine triple a games that's right nine triple a games in development as owner embracer continues to grow um let's have a look where do we get this uh news from uh, i have no idea where 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 we where 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 is this news from ign hello hello uh looks like a quote anyway oh financial results there we go sorry about that everyone Yes, yeah, so Embracer Group talking about results and stuff, and yeah, apparently uh, Gearbox is in the makers of Borderlands Three, Wonderlands. Have got nine AAA games in development. Jay, I feel like I see this come thought. up a lot. Actually, there seems to be like I feel like I've I've heard this at least two or three times over the last year or so, of like there being a quote of like game, said game company is making like this many games 
hopefully over the next like five years or something. I remember like um, Warhammer came out maybe last year. So we've got 26 Warhammer games in development right now. <laughs> Not even a joke. They wouldn't. They would be a dead serious. And I think since then they've released like three or four. Uh, given like half of them were mobile games. Fine. But my, Warhammer, I'm not. They, I'm not joking. They've already released like thirty games over the last like fifteen years. Maybe maybe more. They're good at releasing games. They're not. They're not all great. They're, they're, I'd say like maybe one out of seven is brilliant. <laughs> but the rest seem to be a bit naff. But um, yeah, like this so. It, Jay, if I may interrupt very, very quickly. Yeah, go on. Um, there's a YouTuber called Racevic who does really good videos, and he did a video on this literally recently saying that he would rather have a franchise like Warhammer, who basically rents out their IP to any studio yeah, see, that's, all that's, sorts yeah. of types of games, compared to Mass Effect, where we've gotten four games in the last 12 years or something like that. So anyway, that's all I want to say. Yeah, no, I, I see the point there. I'd, I'd, I think, I feel like that's kind of what Marvel are trying to do at the minute. I kind of hope they do more of it, honestly. Yeah. Because yeah. Marvel have got a new um, card game coming out, I think, a mobile card game, oh. like Hearthstone oh. type st- uh, type stuff. Uh, I'm looking forward to that. This should be good, even though Marvel is a bit meh for me at the moment. Um, it's getting worse. By so the yeah, way, we were so I know. we were speaking before about how nine games. Yeah, nine triple A sounds games. nice, but that's a lot of money and a lot of resources and a lot of time. I think if these nine, if we were, if we're talking nine games over the next like twenty years, maybe. But I have a feeling this might be nine games over the span of like the next four or five. That's not a good thing. <laughs> um, I think if as long as, as if I saw a time frame, I'd be more happy with this. But because I don't have a time frame, I don't really know how mm. to feel necessarily. Um, because mm. you know we were saying like they're spreading. It just feels like they're spreading themselves too thin, maybe. But obviously, Gearbox aren't—they're like—are they? They're a publisher as well, or are they? Two uh, K is the publisher, right? The Gearbox. They were. They've recently been acquired by Embracer Group, who just bought all the Tomb Raider stuff. Remember? So yeah. Embracer Group were two HQ Nordic. They bought Gearbox well. last year, and they've just bought Crystal Dynamics, yeah. Idos Montreal, Tomb Raider, Deus Ex, all that stuff. Okay. I mean, yeah. I mean, it just depends on how many like, developers and uh, working on things. But I mean, this is this could either be a good thing or a bad thing. Like, I feel like twenty twenty two is the year of speculation. Honestly, we keep saying, "Oh, this could be, this could be, this could be," and we just, we just, we're not getting any much results at the minute. I think we're we're in that weird period where there's lots of experiments happening and no results. And until we get any results, we can't really. All we can do is speculate and hope, you know. And I can't wait until we point- get there. <laughs> That's <laughs> gonna be glorious. On that point, Jack, I, d- I did forget a point about the Xbox thing. Sorry yeah. about that. Um, I was just gonna say, uh, I I definitely because of the delayed thing, not because of that specifically, but it does make me think that if we don't see what the hell some of these studios are doing in the next six months, I'm going to think that Microsoft can't manage their studios. Point blank. Period. I'm hoping that if Fable's not coming out in the next year, like what are we doing here, lads? I mean, I'm hoping that there's going to be a bunch of announcements over the next month or two, and there's going to be a bunch of games coming out at the end of the year. Right. Either that or, like, beginning or, like, first quarter of next year. Right. Things that have just been hidden, and they're waiting to, like, release them and be like, oh, look, we've actually got a bunch of stuff. We just didn't want to say anything yet. And I hope that I hope that's totally the case, Jay. I really do. I mean, it's very, very, very doubtful. <laughs> 
very rare you ever like you well i remember it's definitely happened before but we've had times where we've been watching like a a state of play type thing or like an announcement stream for like microsoft or whoever devolver whoever it might be and then they're like oh by the way this game's out in like a week like all oh, this right. this game's out tonight you know like we've we've yeah, had that yeah. before um, i couldn't give you an example because screw my memory um, but I'd, I'd love, I'd love for that to happen. Be like, oh, by the way, here's this like AAA game that's coming out. I feel like the Tonight. marketing would be a nightmare on that, though. <laughs> no, <laughs> not yeah, really the best way to go about it, you know. No pre-orders and all the rest. Yeah, of it. exactly. So you need, you need game journalists, all the gamers out there, they're always every year. They're like, oh yeah, and they'll shadow drop. It's like, no, they fucking won't. <laughs> shadow drop. Yeah, no, that that would be nice. That would be very, very nice. So yeah, I'd love yeah. to see that. But yeah, it's not. I don't, you know. Not very likely, yeah, I feel, yeah. unfortunately. I feel, yeah. Uh, Jay, please take us to the next topic screen uh, if, as we move on to my topic for the week. I just want to say one more so, thing really quick. Yeah, please, please, please. Uh, please this please, wasn't please. on the list, but I don't know if you ever saw this. Um, Elden Ring has sold 13 million copies in its first month. 13 million. How ridiculous is that? Did you see this or did I've you got, not see this? I did, I did, I did. Yeah. Jay, I've got to ask. Um, I know we've already discussed it, but but what, why Elden? Is it just is it is it mainly timing? You know, you've got three Dark Souls games and Sekiro no, and Bloodborne uh, that just built it's, up. It's you know? franchise building. It's world building. It's literally is it's the culmination of everything that's been great about previous From Software games in one soft, From Software game. Like, there's people now on Twitter who are, and on YouTube who are like going back to old Dark Souls games being like I can't jump why can't right. I jump <laughs> it's kind of like people are pissed off now that the game isn't as good as it was like old Dark Souls games aren't as good anymore just because there's this new one is sort of like blown the door wide open you know and just sure. as a comparison by the way Final Fantasy 15 just made 10 million copies did it? just like this week this week. This week, Jay, it sold it's 10 million. funny you say that because... And the game came the out day, in, what, 2014, 2016? 16, So it's been seven years fun- to get 10 million yeah. versus Elden Ring's one month to get 13. It's funny you say that because uh, they've said back in the day that they'll need to sell 10 million copies of that game for it to be profitable. That's exactly what anyway. the article said. Yeah, 10 million to be profitable. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> How insane is that? They just made their money back on it. That's insane. Yeah, no, it's crazy. That's crazy numbers, Jay. Crazy numbers. Oh, man, I'm glad they did, though. Uh, Yeah. Got there. It's one of those, right, where it'll make or break them. Not make them, but it could break them. Well, they just go to show they need to plan better when it comes to making their games. Didn't plan very well, did they, for 15? Oh, no, sorry. I meant more like Elden Ring, as in now they've got all this money. Oh, sure. from soft like well know, people are hoping that it. we're going to get dlc but i mean there's a lot of clues that allude to that in the game of like areas that you can't go to that are like locked off that seem like would be good for dlc a lot of like story things haven't been cleared up and could be with extra dlc so why didn't they do dlc for Sekiro, by the way um i don't know they usually do right they do they do yeah there's dlc in all the other dark souls yeah so we're hoping for dlc in elden now maybe they just didn't want to you know Maybe they thought it was good enough as it was. Yeah, fair enough. All right, are you okay to move on, Jay? Yeah, 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 go for it. All righty. 
So my topic for this week, Jay, mm. um, very, very topical. Uh, well, actually, let's move on to the topical one in a bit. No, let's say it. Let's start on the topic. So my topic this week, Jay, well, obviously, I haven't got many games to discuss. So I think we just start to cover those key questions that we frankly still haven't spoken about, despite being 62 episodes in um, and then some. How should games be announced compared to when they should be released today? Yeah. Right. So, um, obviously topical because of Redfall, Starfield. I'll just quickly put my thoughts out there, Jay, and then obviously I'd like to get yours. So my thoughts is, or are, I'm not sure. <laughs> one of those. <laughs> that one of them. One of them is that in my, you know, my, in my opinion, in my like, what I would prefer, I would prefer to be showed a game. And then for two, three months later, maximum for the game to come out, I would like a good reveal that didn't reveal any sort of key story things. I would like a gameplay trailer, cinematic trailer, maybe some concept art, maybe a dev diary just to kind of, you know, see behind the people making the game. Um, I would like all the information up front in terms of additions, in terms of, um, I mean, maybe DLC roadmap if that's really essential. But I'd like all the information at once, with you know, in that kind of live stream format. Um, everything I need to know. Games coming out, you know, very unlikely is going to get delayed. Um, we we might have internally delayed it before you'd seen it, and that's it. Um, and and I in an ideal world, Jay, that is what I would like. Now it's hard to plan your gaming calendar around that, but I uh, I don't care. So, what are your thoughts in terms of this topic? When would, well, when would you like to see? You pretty much described. I feel like the perfect, you know, amount of time that a game should. You pretty much described the whole scenario like perfectly, right? Exactly how it should be. We hear about a game. It comes out in like three to five months max. You get a bunch of like hype leading up to it, maybe a month or two, maybe even a few weeks before, and like just getting more information. Um, you know, like you say, internally delayed it, like that's perfect. But I feel like now, maybe at some point, a game developer or a game that came out was like, and maybe it might have even been Cyberpunk's fault, honestly, where like a game got announced. And then the hype sort of builds around it for the fact that it's there's like not a, there's no almost almost no information about it to the point where the imagination then takes over for gamers and they sort of build up this idea this amazing thing in their head and then that is the reason why people buy it in the first place or at least part of the reason many years later when it does finally come out because they've built it up so much in their head that it has to be good now so they have to buy it and then. That's sort of where Cyberpunk was for a while. I think Death Stranding was in a similar boat, where like it was such a mystery that people were just more uh, in involved, more for, of like the mystery of it than the actual gameplay itself. And I think since then, game developers kind of want to almost recreate that, but maybe on a slightly smaller scale. So they'll announce something, and it won't come out for like two or three years, and then that whole time people are imagining, oh, I can't wait for it to look like this, play like this. And then when they do like start to eventually release images, content art, like gameplay, people can either be disappointed because it's not what they had in their head, or they can be like it can be more than what they hoped. And then I feel like that's probably the most important part. I think that's probably part of the reason why we're not getting gameplay as soon as we'd like. 
because as soon as the game plays out, that's the, that's that then is the make or break moment. Because if the, if the gameplay doesn't look good at that moment, your game is not going to do as well as if you'd released that gameplay maybe a day before. <laughs> if you'd released it a day before, people might not have seen it, or maybe they didn't even release gameplay until like the day of. People might not have seen it and just bought the game anyway. You know, like I felt like the gameplay day is the most important day, almost for any game at this point. Thoughts? Totally. The like you say, Jay, the gameplay aspect again is interesting that you bring up because it's becoming more and more of a crux because we barely see it anymore, yeah. right? That I don't know whether that's because of pressure, because development's getting harder, it's more expensive, all that kind of typical stuff, but. Um, you know, we we've seen a billion cinematic trailers, and then when we finally see the gameplay, it's like ah, ah it's not for me. Yeah, I didn't know, that, I guess. Like I feel like the gameplay, yeah. like, as soon as soon, like I've made up my mind about a game almost immediately when I see a gameplay. Yeah, agreed. It's like it's so like it's almost it's like you know when some people say if you you know you're in love with someone or you know you're gonna marry someone the moment you see them, it's like I guess if that's a thing, or like. Um, Watching a movie, like you'll know within the first five ten minutes whether or not you're going to enjoy it or not. Which actually I don't believe all necessarily all the time. But, but I feel like time, we're we're quite attuned to knowing about a game, right? Yeah. Like yeah, yeah. if we see a trailer, like even if I see a cinematic trailer, I almost know if I'm going to like that game or not. But the moment I see gameplay, it's over. It's either over or it's not. You know. Totally, and and Redfall's a great example, Jay, because yeah. you saw it and I'm thought this for is it, a but Jay I've not game. seen any gameplay yet. And, and I saw it and I thought, even on the cinematic trailer, this game is not for me. Yeah, like I just know. So, thing is, but like you say, you haven't even seen gameplay for it yet. You haven't even seen. I have a feeling that Redfall will be similar to Back for Blood, but I'm hoping not. I have an idea of how I want to play, but I don't, I don't know if it's going to be third person, first person. What's it going to be? You know? Also, what's interesting, Jay, is like we've almost done a U-turn because trailers used to be only gameplay. We used to get like all in-game engine, which was fantastic, even yeah. if it was a little bit buffed up and a little bit, you know, like we've changed the camera angles and all that kind of stuff. I would rather, no, I would, I would rather have gameplay than cinematics. I, you know, I speak to my family about this all the time. You know, they're like, "Well, how do you know what games you want coming up?" I'm like, "I don't." When you see a film trailer. Half the film trailer isn't in the film, whereas you see game trailer, fucking who knows what's in the game? Like in terms of a cinematic trailer, let alone a gameplay trailer, because the amount of times we've seen a gameplay trailer <laughs> and it's not the film, right? You don't see a Top Gun Maverick trailer and go, oh, that's Tom Cruise, that's a play, and then you start watching the film. It's like, why is why is Frodo Baggins in here? What, sure, what's going on? You know, sure. like I feel like I it's have not, a good example. It's obviously not that different, but you know. So I feel like the one exception to this, or the one I can think of, is Final Fantasy. We've seen gameplay of Final Fantasy 16. Yes. We saw it on the fir the first announcement of 16. We saw gameplay. Now, I love it. Now, Final Fantasy at this point in its life cycle is at the point where you could show any amount of anything and people will buy that game. The gameplay could be awful, people will still buy it. <laughs> but Final Fantasy isn't going to then Square Enix isn't going to release a Final Fantasy game unless it's top notch anyway. So they know they they know they can release gameplay of a game too early, and it'll still do just as well as if they released that gameplay a year later. Whereas some game companies don't have that brand loyalty, don't have that um, that consistency 
that allows them to do that. Which is surprising to me because Bethesda, I feel like, they have that, right? To me, Bethesda and Square Enix are the same. They've been around long enough to have that consistent, like, that they, they just know they should be able to release any amount of gameplay at any point in the development and it'll be fine. So I'm kind of surprised they haven't done anything, but I, I feel like the West is a little bit more conservative with its releasing of certain things in certain time frames, whereas Japan kind of just want to like, they want to build hype in a certain way versus how the West does. And I feel like both ways work, it's just I'm, I'm genuinely not sure which one I prefer. Because you sound like you've made your mind up about how you know you, how you want it to go. But I honestly, I haven't thought about it enough or even maybe looked into it enough to know which has the best impact on... Because I feel like it's very personal. Which mm. is probably why the marketing doesn't really matter most of the time. Because if it's a personal issue on how I perceive how I want the game to be at certain times of the release window... Then they could, they kind of just have to release it when they want to, and it, hopefully it'll hit enough people for them on a personal level to be able to understand it and want to still buy it or maybe not want to buy it at that point. So I feel like there is no right or wrong way about going about how you market these things necessarily. I think there's definitely like the extremes of like the very wrong way and the very right way. It's just uh, there's no sort of like nice middle ground. That sort of makes it nice for everybody. You're gonna people, you know, regardless of what you release, there's gonna be the same amount of people that love it and hate it. So, but there's no, there's no real like yes or no. It's just sort of like, well, it's gonna work or it's not gonna work. It's just kind of like a, you know, throw an egg, throw a whatsoever the saying is, you know, throw it at the wall and see if it sticks type thing. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Whatever that might be, you know. Yeah. I- I know what you're saying because yeah. you, you, you know Death Stranding marketing cycle is an interesting one. They they got me. Tell you what, they yeah. they suckered me into it. And I'm glad they did because it worked for me. Totally and like worked. we have this whole marketing journey, right? Or this journey of the game. And like, there's something about that. There's something about not knowing what the game is, and there's something about you know there's something about knowing Starfield is coming out in a few years and just having excitement about it mm-hmm. but at the same time there's also something about a developer coming out and going we've got a brand new indiana jones game looks fucking great and it's coming out in two months is there like, Indiana Jones game it? nah there's not but That'd like cool. machine games are working <laughs> on it would be cool well frankly jay let me just look this up for you but machine games are working on an indiana jones game right which i think separating them from the wolfenstein stuff because they've done that for quite a bit now so i think they're working on something else and the last wolfenstein game i mean i don't really want to class wolfenstein the new blood is it or the because i i don't young blood blood, yeah young blood but because it wasn't it was very it wasn't very good but let's have a look wolfenstein 2 came out 2017 so it's been quite a few years. It's been quite a few years. So anyway, I thought they probably want to um, move on at this point, yeah. wouldn't they? I don't think they want yeah, to come I back think... for a third. Oh, I think they will, but you yeah. could be right. You could be right. I don't know. Fantastic games, but I appreciate that chat, Jay. It was really good. Anything else you'd like to say on on that topic? Try to think like what is the perfect thing for me? You know, like what's the perfect combination of ingredients? 
What's the big idea? It's tough. I feel like as long as I like as long as I see a bit of gameplay and it looks good to me, I'm good to go. So it just it really is a fifty fifty. Either you you love it or you hate it. You know? I totally agree. Like you just know when something caps you. And and sometimes like, it's even like you it. can see gameplay and not see enough. Like you kind of need to see more yeah. sometimes. So that can always be a good thing too. Absolutely, you can. I mean, yeah, absolutely. You've got some games where you're like, I want to see a bit more before I buy it, or you like, it's not for me. Or you see a, you see a Horizon Zero Dawn, and I knew from the first thirty seconds, I was like, I want to play this game. And yeah, Jay, the other, I know we're running on a bit here. Oh, you're good. Yeah, we're running on a bit. I'll do that next week. Don't worry. About <laughs> okay. It's not like yeah, I will have plenty of stuff still to talk about. Um, Jay, time for game time. Game, game, game time. Please take us back to the home screen. We're going to start with some Guess Who's review, guys. So if you don't know somehow about this game, basically me and Jay take turns each week. We pick a random game review from a random media outlet. We pick three random quotes, and they've got a guest game based on the quotes. Quicker you get it, the more points you get. Jay, what are the scores on the doors? Oh, God. I think it's like 30-something. Hang on. Are you 35 and I'm 31 or something? Is it that far? You're on 34, I'm on 33. How's that? So you're, oh, okay. you're one ahead of me at the moment. It's very tight. It's very tight. So, uh, Jay, I think I might have done this game before, but here we are. Okay. Are you ready? I'm hoping you haven't, but... <laughs> I think yeah, I have now I've done this, but are you ready? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Just gotta know which order to do it, man. The order is the most important thing. Yeah. It's always yeah, so that's tough. what I'm looking at now. Um Yeah, fine. Okay. Okay, you ready? Quote number one. I I've tried to be difficult, but I think you yeah, anyway. It's a unique and wonderfully eerie environment to inhabit, like wandering around inside a three D screenshot, and certainly a stylish space in which to live out your every violent Wachowski inspired whim. Wow. So it's immediately it I'm sounds... not going to give you some clues, sorry. Yeah, yeah immediately it kind of sounds like a horror game. So I'm hoping I'm on the right... Uh, or like, at least there's like a horror aspect or like a, a spooky... You know, you said eerie, right? So the fact yeah. that you said like a 3D screenshot almost makes me feel like there's almost like some sort of like painting or like some sort of like animation type thing going on. Or even maybe something where you can like go inside of a painting, you know, or like inside of a bit of artwork or something. Um, I'm gonna make a guess. I have two guesses in my head. I don't think I think one of them is more likely than the other. So I'm gonna go with the one that I think is more likely. And you're probably gonna go, why is this even like a thing? But I have a feeling it might be murdered soul suspect. Good guess. <sighs> Not the correct answer. Damn it. Was that? I think I have done that game before, though. Yeah, I can't remember because that's yeah. like one of my favorite games of all time. It is. So I was thinking is. if Nick does a that. game, is probably one that I know. But Yes, it is. Okay. Unlike you, your picks for me. Okay. Uh, well. <laughs> I joke. I joke. Quote number two. I'm just going to move my mic. Um, blank is an artistically distinct shooter with a compelling and malleable plot and excellent performances from its main players. Damn, that's so vague. Players meaning characters there, by the way. I'm not trying to trick you. 
Read that second one again. Shooter. Blank is an artistically distinct shooter with a compelling and malleable plot and excellent performances from its main players. Oh. Okay, so now, now, now we go into. Is this a multiplayer game or is it a single player game? That's what I'm thinking. Okay. Damn. No, no, no. I mean, main players meaning characters. So I w there's no multiplayer element in there. All right. I mean, I'm, I'm giving you. I mean, that's a, yeah. I mean, I'm being at this point, I'm kind of worried that this is a game that I think it is, and I don't really want to say that because we did that very recently. So I did it stupid. Um, you never know. You read never the first know. quote again. The first quote. It's a unique and wonderfully eerie environment to inhabit, like wandering around inside a 3D screenshot, and certainly a stylish space in which to live out your every violent Wachowski-inspired whim. So, like the Matrix. Yeah. Chowski. The Matrix. Okay. No, that'd be wrong because it's a multiplayer game. Fuck. Characters. Shooter. Damn. Oh. Is this. I will need an answer for me Is this Jay. Back for Blood? Is that your guess? Yeah. It's not Back for Blood. Shit. It's not back for blood. I mean that that's okay. a pretty good guess, you know, characters, shooter. It's fairly eerie. The artistic thing is throwing me off. I can't quite figure out where that's coming into something. Well, here we go, Jay. Last yeah. quote. Yeah. Alright. We could have another favorite. I have two a on feeling, yeah, we'll I'm see. not gonna get this. This pissed me off. Blank opens, as many great sci fi stories do, with a catastrophe. Sorry, catastrophic accident in a research lab, one that creates a potentially world ending fracture in time and imbues both the heroes with time bending powers. I mean, that's, I'll basically give you the fucking game, but. Oh. No? Uh. You're throwing me off. There's so there's literally like two or three games I think this might be that all have very right, okay. very similar to that. Okay. One of them, one of them being Quantum Break, and I'm like, well, that's similar, but it's not close enough to what you said because there is a time element. Not as I mean, there's a kind of a lab accident element. So that sounds about right, but then you said characters, and I'm like, well, well. Oh, what you mean you talk about the second quote? Or the, Say the, or the third quote, quote again. Fuck me, this is like... Blank opens as so many great sci-fi stories do with a catastrophic accident in a research lab, one that creates a potentially world-ending fracture in time and imbues or perhaps infects both the hero and antagonist with time-bending powers. That's, me. That's my bad. I did change it up slightly. Well, that's gonna, I'm sure it's like so obvious right now. Time what are your other? Powers. What are your other like guesses? Have you got any that? Because you said you were multiple, no? Well, I feel like there is multiple. Time bending. I was just curious if you had any on the tip of your tongue. That's all. No, I think my only guess I've got right now is Quantum Break. Okay, we going with that? Probably. Yep, yeah, it's wrong. But go ahead. Correct. Seriously? Fuck me. 
Jesus. I think that was I think that was a good round. Honestly, I think that's a bad review. Whoever wrote that review, because <laughs> it's it's close, but it's no cigar. Like I don't think they wrote that. I think they wrote that like years after they played the game. It's, that's, uh, it's, have you have you played Quantum a... Break? I know you tried it, but you didn't finish it, right? Yeah, bro. Yeah, dude, I, um, it's a it's fucking fantastic it. of a game. Jesus Christ. Well, I'm glad I got that. Well, we're now okay. even again. Jesus Christ, 34 to we 34. We are even. We are even. Pixel Perfect Time, Jay. Your your favorite. Your favorite. Okay. Hang on, let me so just next the game, guys. So don't no, no problem. Uh, next up, guys. We basically have a very visual game, but the production team have pixelated some cover art for games, and Jay's got to guess them. He will try and tell you what they look like. Alas, sometimes it's a bit difficult. So without further ado, Jay. Hang on, I've got to what? find the right. Oh, it's not looking good. We're all weirded out. I can't find the... Um... Which one is it? Why can't I find the right screen? I don't think I have the thing anymore. Where is it? Sharing one? Oh no, I found it. Jesus Christ, why did that take so long? Okay, we're good to go. Okay. Oh, this is weird because this looks something like something that I know it isn't, but it looks like something else. Okay. Okay. Go on then. Tell me tell me all. Tell me all. Um yeah, who's the is it Rosario Dawson played that character in the most recent Mandalorian uh series? Ahsoka Tano. No, it's like Osaka. I can't remember her name, whatever it is, but Ahsoka Tano. Yeah, yeah, there you go. That's kinda of what that reminds me of, her hair, sort of like down the side. Yeah, I get that. But with a yellow yeah, yeah, face yeah, yeah. instead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's so. Fair. This is probably a PlayStation One game, just because it almost looks like Ooh. you've got like the thing on the left there. Uh huh. I have a feeling it's well, it's obviously an older game, but for some reason it's got yellow on it, yellow and blue and white and black. I don't know where all that comes into stuff. I I, I would imagine some sort of like Simpsons thing whenever I see yellow, but. I'm also thinking, I mean, I don't... Ratchet & Clank wasn't on PS1, was it? PS2 was the first one. Jay, every week you think it's Ratchet & Clank. Well, that's because you're bloody obsessed. <laughs> um, I'll give you a clue. I genuinely don't know. Yeah, please. It's um, one of the biggest franchises on planet Earth. Yeah, that helps. Uh, Final Fantasy? Um, I honestly don't know. If I had to okay. guess, I no, it's not, I don't think it's a Final Fantasy game. Final Fantasies tend to be white. I don't think that's that bad of a guess, to be fair. Final Fantasy, personally, but I'll take it. I'm as trying Final to Fantasy. think as like PS One, but if I had to guess, some some sort of Final Fantasy or something close to. Okay, that's my guess. I'm afraid not, Jay. It is in fact Grand Theft Auto. Oh my God, Jesus! There you go, Christ. Wow, I haven't seen that logo in a long time. Yeah, that's weird seeing it like that. <laughs> At least I got the PlayStation bit right. I got to try and think what the play theme is now. He's gone with GTA. Right. It might be some sort of right. car aspect, maybe. Next up. Oh. Oh God. Okay, so it kind of just looks like a lump of flesh. Um, uh, so like a flesh-coloured lump in the bottom, and then a blue sky with like some black, 
strewed yeah. around in lines. This one is very, very hard because the pixel is very big. And even if I squint, I can't see fuck all. So, what's going on, you know? Do you know what I... <sighs> Jesus Christ. This is so... There's no even... There's no, like, indication whether it's, like, a PS1 or anything. There's no, like, thing on the side. Like, to me, it kind of feels like it could be a later console thing. But I've now got to think of the theme of what GTA is a thing. So maybe it's like it can't. I don't think it's another GTA because other GTAs have that very specific front cover to them. Yeah, which you've had before on this. So uh, I'd have yeah, game. I was gonna say I'd kind of have to go with like maybe something that's to do with cars or even like maybe. <gasps> Fuck! It just hit me. Oh my god! It just hit me. This is Red Dead Revolver. Is that what it's called? Or gun? Is it? It might even be gun. Whatever the first Red Dead game was called. Like it's the guy on the front with the pistol doing this, doing the ba 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 ba. He's got the hat and there's yeah, Spit there it is. Yes. Right. On. Rockstar. Rockstar is the theme. Rockstar is the theme. Holy crap. Spot on. Well done, Jay. You done. You that's awesome. Yeah. That I remembered awesome. it. I was like, oh my god, it hit me. Rockstar hit me. <laughs> that was awesome. Yeah, I, I had okay. a feeling it was called Red Dead Revolver. I I was trying to remember what the name of it but it was, but yeah. My okay. brother had this game, I believe, yeah, great before game. we knew anything about Red Dead Redemption. So oh, we were yeah, like, 100%. oh my god, we're getting a sequel. No, Gun to, was you know... my main thing. Gun was like the first game I played. Gun's... And then Gun's I was like, oh, sick. Red Dead's a thing? Okay. Gun is a great Yeah, game. Red Dead Revolve was like just before Oop. us, I'd say. Right? What you mean like did... our peak? Well, sort of like our... I don't know, initiation, I guess you call it, or like, uh, like awakening, <laughs> evolution, gaming evolution. Yeah, for it. sure. This was one of my um, brother's games. I remember that seeing he had, it, and but... he had so many PS2 games. Like, I felt like he had just a whole library more than I ever did. Sure. I think he was playing the PS2 like consistently. I think. Something I think he was playing the PS2 more consistently because like even when we got the Xbox and GameCube, I feel like he was still playing the PS2 more. And obviously he sure. played the PS3 and I played the 360. I mean, so, the PS2 is yeah. legendary. There's a reason why it sold so many. Yeah, it's got some. Yeah, there's, there's yeah, there's a whole library of games in there. So I'm glad I got that. Oh, this is up, easy. <laughs> oh, that, he knows. Okay, I'm going to describe it just so we you know. Yeah, sure. So there's a black background. With what looks like something that's being like lit up, or even like a face, or like just a really weird white and red kind of like line going in a diagonal. Um, but uh, yeah, this is uh, Manhunt, I think. Maybe Manhunt Two, but I'm going to guess Manhunt One more. Correct. Yeah, the band game, as it were. I mean, this is right. basically Saw before Saw, you know. Yeah. I have a feeling Saw might have even been influenced by this game. Jay, what are your thoughts on? reflecting on a game like this because at the time it was obviously the edgy cool thing looking back it almost does seem like they were just doing it to try and push the boundaries of oh 100 percent. it was all about pushing boundaries I mean, it's, it's a rockstar game right yeah i mean rockstar are fairly known for being um r-rated funnily enough <laughs> yeah rockstar yeah, I feel like they're just sort of known for maybe, you know, not shying away from things, any sort of subject, so. Rub their alley, you know. Did you ever play the Warriors game that they did? Because it's Dude. classic. Dude. Can't believe you just brought that up. I cannot believe you just brought that up. One of my favourite games of all time. Is it that game? My god, I played that game 
hundreds of hours, hundreds. Is, and I couldn't prove it because it, it was on a measure of Xbox I don't have anymore. <laughs> Dude, yeah. it's funny. I haven't even seen the movie, but I played the game so much. Oh my god, right. I need to watch the movie really bad, but I'm worried that if I watch it, it won't hold up. <laughs> Me too. Me oh, too. Like, oh crap. The, the post is iconic. Far. So do, do you think the game will hold up? or? All I remember, I remember, like, I remember it being a lot like GTA. But I didn't. Right, I okay. really didn't. I forgot the fact that it was Rockstar. But that's probably why. Like it looked. It's weird. The Warriors game was very similar to San Andreas in terms of like uh, graphics. So I mean, San Andreas okay. holds up. So you know, whatever in that case. Yeah. You know? yeah. 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 Awesome. All right, Jay, take us home. Cool. Hang on. You're gonna want to stop sharing. There we go. With it. Okay. All right, Jay. Gonna finish up with a quote that I really liked I might have said this quote before but knowing yourself is the beginning of all wisdom yeah I feel like this is becoming more and more prevalent as I get older absolutely <laughs> oh man well Jay what's frustrating about knowing yourself is that no matter how many times people tell you before the age of 23 let's say I Specific. just didn't understand what they meant because you have to get a balance of loving yourself but also and treating yourself you know with respect but at the same time enjoying life and not taking yourself too seriously and it's you know it's it's hard i find and like people say accept yourself and know yourself and you want and it's good to do that but at the same time it's hard to do that I think I feel like if one if I could have my own quote uh, one thing I've learned recently and as I've gotten older is that happiness is for the ignorant and the dumb not for us it's for the it's for the yeah the ignorant and the dumb <laughs> and the rich <laughs> not for us you made that quote up well, no well, I don't know I just it just seems like a you know my experience so far I think that's a fantastic. I've only tell you what the only time I've ever been happy in my life is when I've been ignorant to the truth. Yes, and that's the truth. <laughs> so there we are. Just pretend yeah, to be I think... stupid, or just genuinely be stupid, and you'll be all right. I, or I, get a fuck I... ton of money. You know, whatever comes first. This is going to sound horrible, right? But look, to be <laughs> frank about it, a lot of media, you know, cir- breads and circuses. They're put out there because at the end of the day, there's a lot of people who there's more stupid people than there's not stupid people. I don't mean that as an insult. It's just the way the world is. Yeah. If it was I think I don't know if that's stupid, maybe just ignorant. Just not unaware. Fair enough. Misinformed is another word for that. Uninformed, misinformed. One one of my favourite quotes of all time. Lazy. You're either uninformed or misinformed. Yeah. Denzel Washington. Yeah. Do you understand that? Do you understand what I mean by that? No. Well, let me say it again. You're either uninformed or misinformed, yeah. as in there's no truth. Are you... Because yeah, everyone's hiding yeah, no, it. Sure, you're either sure. telling you a lie or you don't know about the truth anyway. You're either ignorant yeah, to yeah, it or yeah, you've yeah. been told a lie. Yeah. That's just all it ever is. I love how this is a gaming podcast, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> we like to get uh, philosophical at the end. 
I was going to say, you know, dude, after doing the degree and like spending oh, yeah. time with people who frankly f- lacked any sort of sense, you know, <laughs> I stepped away from that, but it's nice to come back into it. It's nice to come back sure. into it and just have a bit of a discussion. Cause like, you know, for years you'd have that like, Oh, I don't want to talk about philosophy. I want to go out and fucking drink. <laughs> but then it, it, people almost come back. Right. When we start getting into this mid twenties crisis, people start coming back into the fold, you know? And yeah. it's uh, it's nice to end it with you as well because I know you're philosophical anyway. Obviously. Yeah, I like to think about that stuff. It can be fun, definitely. All right, Jay, appreciate your time. I think this has been, um, for it's whatever reason, one. an excellent podcast. Yeah, so man. yeah, so um, good stuff. Uh, hopefully, I'll catch you at some point over the weekend. Though I know it's getting rarer, but to be fair, <sighs> you're doing your mobile stuff and that. So hopefully, we'll have a lot to talk about next week too. Because that is honestly cool. my, my one worry with this podcast is that we'll just run out of things to talk about sometimes. Nah, because my thinking is, Jay, when we haven't got games to talk about, we can talk about wider gaming discussions like Yeah, speculation, basically. And... Yeah. yeah. Just like, like, the, like. You know, the, the commentary of the gaming community rather than what's actually going on or whatever it might be. And also, we, um, we haven't talked about past stuff for a while, so, you know. Yeah, we could always come back to that. That's true. We so, still yeah, need to make like lists. It. I want to make some lists. Do it. I actually kind of want to do a thing where we do like a a, a rotating list or like a, a check in, where like what's our favorite of like for like the, the over the last six months? Like if we have like a top ten, has anything changed? You know, like whenever there's an update, make it make an update on the podcast. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. We need to do that. We need to have a whole podcast of just chatting about why our top ten is the way. We need to have like a like a presentation almost, you know, and go yeah, through yeah. the list. Like why is it? You know, personal stuff, whatever it might be. That I'm taking that feedback on board. I'm Good, because we need to do board. that eventually. I need to set that up. Right. <laughs> uh, leave it with the production team. That's all good. Alright, Jay, have a good weekend. Yeah, have a good see. weekend, everyone, or whenever the hell you listen to this, and we will catch you next time. Au revoir. Peace.